Can we get to this Victorola Depot discussion? Mm-hmm. Because I, I did Monday night with Nick and Company yesterday. Victorola Depot over the weekend, if you did miss it, um, as a Magic fan, Magic fans outraged on Sunday as they watched Victorola Depot, the guy that the Magic traded away, uh, for half a season of Serge Ibaka, which eventually turned into Terrence Ross in a, in a late first round or second round pick, whatever it was. And Victor Oladipo drops 32 points, 6 rebounds, 6 assists. He has 4 steals. And in a playoff game on the road against LeBron James and the Cavs, he was the best player on the court. And I watched in disbelief while sitting watching the game with Chris Crawford that Victor Oladipo was that good. And he was. He was he was outstanding as the playmaker, showstopper, absolute kind of just killer. Cold-blooded killer for the Indiana Pacers. He made it the pull-up 3 that was the dagger in that game. And Magic fans, all afternoon on Sunday, all morning on Monday, jumping in my mention saying, I can't believe Rob Hennigan traded this guy away. Just our, just, just, I, and by the way, like Magic fans now, we've reached a point where I feel like they're feeling sorry for themselves, where it's just, oh, you trade anybody, they're going to become a star. But I did a, I, I, I talked about this yesterday on Monday Night with Nick and Company, and I thought about it all night. And I thought about it this morning, and you and I talked about, on the phone about this. If I could go back in time, I think I would trade Victor Oladipo again. The, the, the guy that the Magic traded a couple of seasons ago, so prior to or at the trade deadline of the 2000 and in 2016, I trade him again. Like the Magic, the Magic had really no other option. Yes, you could have chosen between Victor Oladipo and Evan Fournier. You still needed to pay Victor Oladipo, what is it, $135 million? But go back and look at the numbers for a guy that was shooting about 33% from three, good, not bad, played very, very good defense for the Magic, struggled finishing at the rim, struggled shooting from deep, and struggled from the field in particular, didn't really seem to mesh with the rest of this team. But furthermore, I don't think Victor Oladipo turns into the guy that he is now. In fact, it's not that I don't know. I know for, for a fact that Victor Oladipo doesn't turn into the Vic that you saw on Sunday without being traded not once but twice. So I I, I, I look at, he talked about on Adrian Wojnarowski's podcast, the Woj pod back in December, that him being traded twice in 365 days gave him a chip on his shoulder, made him hungrier. He showed up in the best shape of his life before this season because I think he was looking at, hey, this is probably my last chance as a, as a second overall pick in the draft. Yes, he just got paid, but... If he was kind of ho-hum two or three years through that, he was going to be another throw-in and another trade for Kevin Pritchard and the Pacers. I go back and I I trade Victor Oladipo again. I, I can't make sense of it other than the fact that the guy that he is now was never going to be that guy here in Orlando. He he was never going to translate into the 3 and D guy, ferocious defender. He was that here in Orlando. But the complete package that he is now in Indiana because... Sometimes, and, and, and you driving down the road when, when you're at work, you get it. There are days where you come in, you just coast, right? You're comfortable. You know, come in five minutes late, ten minutes late. Oh, you know, like today, just not feeling it today. Well, what if that company transferred you to another property, let's say? Like here at Cox Media. I made this, this reference yesterday. Cox Media has properties all around the country. What if one day my, my great boss is here, who I respect and admire quite a bit, <laughs> Came to me and said, you know, Nick, we don't think you can cut it in sports radio here in Orlando. So we're going to transfer you to Tulsa. They transfer me to Tulsa. I spent a year in Tulsa. They come to me, you know, Nick, 
You're good, not great. We're going to transfer you to Dayton. All of a sudden, I'm in Dayton, Ohio. <laughs> How do you think I'm going to be walking in day one at Dayton, Ohio, as I am walking in earlier today? And it's not that I'm comfortable here at ESPN 580. I have my role. I like it here. I like doing what I'm doing. There are days where you come in, you're hungrier than others. That's how it is at any job. I'll tell you what, I'd be going into Dayton to be kind of rip people's heads off. That's how. That's the edge that I would have. I know that because I'm a competitive guy. Victor Oladipo stopped eating gluten. I don't know what kind of edge I'd have to have to stop eating gluten. I'm not going to lie. But he has attacked workouts unlike any other time that he has in his career. He has gotten him in the best shape of his life. If I go back in time... I trade Victor Oladipo all over again if I'm the Orlando Magic. Do I find a better deal? You bet. That was a terrible deal. Half a season of Serge Ibaka with hindsight. It makes a whole lot less sense now than it did in the moment. I go out and I try to make a different deal. But I still trade him because Victor Oladipo is probably the same old Vic in about 75-80% of the shape he is now. Showing up some days, just not feeling it. How many times do we hear from... Aaron Gordon and Evan Fournier, we just didn't bring the energy today. I think he's the exact same guy here in Orlando that he was when he left, and he's not the guy that he is now in Indiana. And it's just because you get to spend, you get that chip on the shoulder after being traded twice. You get that everybody's against me feeling. Not to mention, playing a season with Russell Westbrook, no one is factoring in here. And Victor Oladipo talked about that in his interview a couple of months ago, that Playing a year with with Russell Westbrook, being great adjacent, next to a great player, seeing how he shows up, seeing how he attacks workouts, being 110% every single day. It changed him as a basketball player. And that experience, I'll tell you, he was never going to get here in Orlando. So as much as I'd like to say in hindsight, let's keep Victor Oladipo, I would trade him again. I just would have liked to have gotten more for him because of the potential that he had. But I trade that guy all over again. Because A, it worked out for Vic, and B, he was never going to hit that ceiling here in Orlando. That's my thought on that. I trade him all over again. I agree with you. The problem is, is that how did you or how are you able to showcase that when he was in such a what, how many years was he under Jacques Vaughn? Three? He was here for he was here for the Jacques, the one year of Skiles and two years of Jacques Vaughn. And Skiles didn't believe in him either. Skiles benched him. And I believe Jacques Vaughn benched him a couple of times, too. Yes, the different coaches in three seasons, that's a big deal for a Victor Oladipo. But uh, I think more than anything, you don't get the same motivated guy if he stays here, if you pay him here, if he feels as if... Because when you're taken second in the draft, there's this feeling, hey, I've arrived. And I think Vic had to learn, hey, listen, though I had a different path than most of the NBA, and it took me a little bit longer, I haven't arrived. I have to keep working. I have to be working to keep up, as he put in an interview, to keep up with the best that's working right now. And I don't think changing coaches, and here's the thing, I, I guess, Jerry, like he changed coaches twice in two years being traded. He played for Billy Donovan, now he's playing for Nate McMillan. And he still turned into this guy. So the changing coaches didn't necessarily hold him back. I think it was on Vic and his personal motivation and that chip on his shoulder. What other package was out there that... You remember oh, saying, man. why did we do it? I'd I know that's go a back spot. And look. It's yeah. a spot, and I'm sorry. No, 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 it's fine. Like, I'd have to go back and look and to see kind of who else would be available in that moment. I'm, I'm not... I, I, I'm not saying that I would... So I would, if this was a stock market, you would have bought futures in Oladipo. Here's the thing. He he had one year left on his contract, and he knew he had to pay him. So he had value because, if anything, he was an expiring asset. He was young. 
You could have moved him for, of course, every Magic fan's favorite thing, cap space, I understand. But more than anything, uh, I, I think that you would have been able to get something back more than just what turned into Terrence Ross. Half a season of Serge Ibaka, a confusing year in the Magic rebuild, and now we're on to a whole other rebuild, and then Terrence Ross plus a pick. So I, I could go back and look to see kind of who was available. I don't know what Demonis Sabonis and Victor Oladipo would have fetched other than Serge Ibaka. Maybe there were other trades out there, but I still move them. I do. I don't know where I trade them. I don't know if it's Oklahoma City again. It's definitely not for Serge Ibaka, but that's a move that the Magic needed to make to choose between him and Evan Fournier. And go back and look at the numbers, by the way. Evan Fournier was a better player two years ago than Victor Oladipo. And we can you can look at the Magic's player development and blame that on the next two years and the fact Vic has become so much better and Evan Fournier has kind of plateaued. But they made the right choice in the moment to keep Evan Fournier. No one thought Victor Oladipo could turn into this, which is another reason why I end up trading him again. Because I don't think he becomes that here in Orlando. Do you put any credence in the fact that they dumped the entire training staff today? I think that that's Jeff Weltman turning the staff over. You're changing a culture. Those guys have been here for a long time. I, I know some people that are there, so I mean, I'm biased when I say that. I mean, Keon Weiss has been there for a very long time. I, I can't say, I, I don't, I'm never going to say, hey, it's a good idea or a bad idea for something like that. But when you bring in a David Tenney, who's now the, the performance director or whatever, there was bound to be some turnover there. So that was expected.